Hello and welcome to Tracks. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode 18. The big one eight. Tracks is finally an adult. <laughs> he can go out drinking. Whee! Oh God, Tracks is a bevy. Whee! Because he's never been drinking before, old Tracks. He's been completely <laughs> sober for every episode prior to today. Far from it. So we are well into our short intros at the moment. Yeah. We're, we're loving it. Uh, uh, ba, ba, ba. Yeah, so I don't want to drag this out any longer. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. And we will see you on... The Flippity Side! 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 Flippity Shall we begin? Look around you, Harry. What can you see? A different view than I expected to be seeing when I woke up this morning. Yeah, it's a new location for us. Yeah, let's paint a picture. Because there aren't the enough pub, pictures pub around place to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when we decided to do the episode today, uh, Tim said, I would really like to do it. At my granddad's pad yes and I thought okay and then you sent me a little picture of outside or what the view looks like and I said okay let's do that okay I'm up for that um, basically it's a large room with three big windows looking out onto the sea Brighton um, Beach yeah and the marina on the left just plain sea in the middle and Brighton Pier on the right hand side. Yeah, we have essentially uninterrupted panoramic views of the beautiful Brighton seafront. And we're literally watching the sun. I made I made um Tim move so I could watch the sun come down. <laughs> <laughs> and I am currently doing that and I absolutely love it. Yeah. You will hear traffic outside and we kind of apologise for that, but also I wanna look at the nice stuff. Yeah. There's potentially a bit of echo, potentially a bit of traffic. Uh, you are just going to have to deal with that and know that this episode is becoming better than it would have been otherwise because of the setting. We are in a... Yeah, explain. We're in a creative space. Uh, it gets more creative every time Tim gives me a bit more info on where we are as well. <laughs> yeah. So my granddad is a painter, uh, an artist. And we're in his studio, his Brighton studio, where he's been working for, I don't know, 50, 60 years. You cannot look around and not see painting paraphernalia. Yeah, it's everywhere. Or just, I mean, just the hallway is full of finished, half-finished or unfinished paintings. Everywhere is full of paintings. <laughs> everywhere you look, under beds, top of wardrobes. It's absolutely incredible. I'll put a, a little picture up of the view Yeah. Um, on Instagram. And it, it feels very special for me to be here today, I think. Um, I've kind of come here periodically throughout my life and to be somewhere that there has been a lot of things created and to be doing something which is a bit of a creative endeavour for us in this space is very exciting. So here we are. Your granddad has literally painted paintings that people absolutely love yeah. in this very room. Yeah. Across decades. Decades and decades and decades. Crazy. I don't know what to do with myself. I just don't know I feel like what to do I can tell you that myself. this episode is going to be absolutely great because we're within the... We're in a realm of absolute creation. Yeah, indeed. So, <laughs> now we've painted a picture of our environment, yeah. we can get to the real nuts and bolts of what we're all about yeah Harry yeah you haven't really had a week since last recording because we were really unorganised last week no so have you got a musical highlight of the last three days <laughs> uh, I do actually so if we go back a few episodes during our great escape period uh, we had the guys from Atlas Wind here in the studio um, or not here but at the studio and we talked to them and they were absolutely great and we said about their music and we talked about how great it was so we woke up two days ago with the lovely knowledge of a new single 
being released on the 29th of July. The single is I've Had Enough. Uh-huh. And you can go and uh, pre-order it on iTunes. But go and have a listen to it on iTunes as well, because it's yeah. brilliant. And, like, we've we've both heard this live twice. Yep. And it definitely is brilliant recorded as well. Yeah. I, was I don't really, know where they've recorded it, actually, but it's yeah. it's great. I was really excited to... Uh, to hear which one it was because like I say we've seen them twice now yeah I absolutely loved their live set both times um, but obviously when you when you don't have a an album to listen to before you see someone you just kind of take everything at face value and you're not you don't know what song names are yeah so I just saw the name come up thought I'll have a little listen and I was absolutely chuffed to find out it was this song from yeah. the set because it's one that has really stuck in my mind also ever since. when people have listened to the podcast and we talked about Atlas Wind they wouldn't have heard anything because we didn't have anything to show them at the time. Yeah. And if we did, it was from SoundCloud that was like years behind and whatever. So this is now your chance to go and really listen to what they're all about. And they're, yeah. they're also playing Truck Festival this weekend. Um, so Not if, our festival. No. <laughs> <laughs> truck Festival. They're a two-piece band for people who didn't listen to the previous episodes. And they're, they're just great. Yeah. They're just really great. And we want you guys to support them in their, in their endeavours. Yeah, it's a great single. It's going to number one. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go down to iTunes, you can go and listen to their preview there. And, yeah. uh, and if you want the direct link, we've tweeted it. Yeah, we have. We have pre-ordered it. We ninety-nine have. of my own pennies <laughs> have gone on this. What a great ninety-nine p spent. Yeah, it might be the best ninety-nine p I've spent this year. I can't think of many val- good value ninety-nine p's. No. Like some. Doritos earlier for a pound they were quite good but that wasn't 99p <laughs> and you can't keep repeating that and keep enjoying them so yeah exactly so let's go and take a little listen to I've Had Enough from Atlas Wide short week yeah. uh, meaning that there wasn't a huge amount of highlights to choose from one highlight that I have had however has um, been a coincidence between two different things I've uh, been hanging out with some new friends from France Le Français Le Français shout out Emma shout out Justine and also from our last episode you talked about metronomy I did. They were your musical highlight of the week last week. And I've, one, I've learned that they're big in France. Very, very popular. Yeah. Which, for some reason, I think I'd said before that they sound a bit French. Yeah. I don't know if it was related, but. I don't know what I thought French people listened to. Just Metronomy. That's what you thought. And the French version of Le Vie en Rose. Yeah, I just thought it was like uh, Serge Gunsborg or whatever his name is. How do you say his name? And Daft Punk, Savages, and Daft Punk, <laughs> and they got just a couple of art- artists to choose from. Yeah, basically that's all I thought they listened to. But anyway, one of the things you uh, mentioned and we both agreed on was that Love Letters had kind of passed us by the Metronomy album Love Letters. Yeah. And when I was listening back to that episode, I just kind of thought, why have I never listened to this album? Like remembering how much I love Metronomy how much I think they're a brilliant band it's so bizarre that they would have had this album that just passed me by but it had so I went back and listened to it and particularly the title track Love Letters is so so good Mm. and I I can't stop listening to it it's got like this kind of um, I don't know it's got like a kind of clinky piano keyboard kind of backing to it and then it's got these kind of um, 
50s, 60s girl band vocals sort of swooshing through the whole track. Yeah. And it's got this really lovely rhythm to it and it's just brilliant and I love it and it's kind of it feels like a new album to me now because I never really listened to it at the time. I don't know why I actually missed it in the first place. I think I uh, originally saw that it was coming out, heard a single Aquarius and then before I knew it it was a year later. Yeah. And I still hadn't heard it. It does happen though. Of course we, it does. We've spoken about this before on the podcast where you know there's just so much new music which is a great thing. But for people like us who like to try and keep up with new stuff that's coming out, it's just relentless sometimes and things can just completely pass you by. And it's why often you know some people maybe don't like them but the kind of um albums of the year lists and things like that when it comes to the end of the year. Yeah. I always really love seeing those purely because I'm not trying to find out if my favorite album of the year is number 1. What I'm trying to find out is the things that are ranked highly by other people that have just completely passed me by. Yeah. And this feels a bit like that. It's like I've retrieved something that would have just been lost to me forever had had it not been for tracks and its magical ability to recommend new music to music fans. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm going to play a little bit of Love Letters and we'll go on to part two after that beautiful beautiful love letters metronomy discovered earlier because we um i don't even really know why we decided to google what metronomy means but can you uh regurgitate the definition you look terrified (laughs) because i can't remember (laughs) well if you know a metronome is is something that kind of um yeah like when you record yeah it will keep you in time with whatever do you ever play to a click track i usually find that click track turns me off (laughs) (laughs) as <laughs> <laughs> without it turns me on I need to be rock um, hard when I play I can go <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, I, I can find it a little bit off-putting sometimes yeah, there's a thing called um, is red light syndrome like when you know yeah. something's recording suddenly often basically what I get every time we record the podcast yeah. is uh, as soon as I see that red light is fully on Yeah, I, my brain kind of turns off and especially when you've got a thing going it's like well yeah, it can yeah. Put you off a bit. Because also as a musician, I suppose you kind of... Uh, but metronomy basically derives from that. Yeah. yeah. But as a musician, you kind of have to trust your own rhythm. And yeah. trying to rely on an uh, artificial rhythm yeah. must be like a bit of a weird thing. I like to lay down a track that I'm going to use in the final song. Yeah. And then... Um, Play to that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, especially when you've got to your level, I suppose. Like when I... Um, when I very first was trying to learn how to play drums, I had like an app on my phone and it helped me because I didn't really know what I was doing. But even after a few weeks of that, I was just like, I don't need that right now. Well, for a band, for any band yeah. kind of starting out, the drums is basically the rest of everyone's click track anyway. Yeah, but if if the drummer also <laughs> can't play to If you haven't got yeah. any rhythm, then the rest of the band are fucked. Well, it's just hard, like you're... You're concentrating on things so much. Yeah. If you, especially if you're trying to, you know, learn something that's on more than two drums. It's hard to rem- remember to do it in the order when you're first starting and keep to rhythm. You're just thinking of, you know. Yeah, you so, think to it when you start thinking too much. Yeah. That's when it's too, it just gets a bit yeah. weird. If I'm talking like I'm now a brilliant drummer, <laughs> I'm really not. I'm a distinctly... You had a drum kit. Drum. 
No, I was. I played for a bit. Oh, he's moved on. He was subpar, and now he's a legend. No, I was. I was okay. <laughs> I can play basic, rhythms. basic rhythms on the drums, but that's it. We're good. Yeah. Cheers, mate. That's all right. All right, Mister Music Degree. <laughs> what are you doing with it? <laughs> I'm here doing tracks. <laughs> um. So, we have. Although we've had, we have quite a busy week. Hmm. But there is something that we're looking forward to this weekend. Yep. And that is? It is Bolney Fest. Yeah. Which is quite a... If you Google it, you will not find anything. (laughs) No. It's quite a unique to us thing. Yeah. But it's also quite genuinely one of my highlights of the year. Yeah. It's... uh, I, I suppose... Predominantly, it's your older brother's event, but it's kind of a yeah. Buddha blood his band event. Yeah, I mean one of um, okay, so Will, the guitarist slash singer for Buddha Blood, has some land. Jack, who I think he he has a business degree, he likes just putting stuff on. He likes yeah. being a host. Um, he decided to kind of put on a small, um, I guess festival. Yeah. Um, in this little place, and it's a beautiful place. Yeah. So the when the weather is nice, or yeah. is it something else? So there's a there's a village just above Brighton called Bolney, yeah. and uh, the guitarist in Buddha Blood lives up there. Yeah. In a in quite a small little house in the middle of a big field, and which I when I first went there, I thought was just bliss. Like, if you can imagine, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bon Iver, Justin Vernon, and he apparently just went out to Canada. Yeah. You know, just rec- if you've seen the film Frank as well. Yeah, it always reminds me of Frank when they go um, to Ireland to record the record. just recording that little place. This yeah. is what it was. And I just, I was in my absolute element. I just wanted to stay there, live there, yeah. and just record music <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> it is a really amazing. cool place. It's just got, like, such a cool energy as well. Yeah. Because Will's like, Will, the one who lives there, he's a really chilled out guy, lovely yeah. guy, and he's just, oh, just everything about it is great. It's like this blissful existence he seems to <laughs> live up there. Um, so Jack decided, let's make a festival of it. Yeah. Let's have a beer about it. <laughs> um, so he put on Bolney Fest, and he did kind 2K of a theme, 15. 2K15, yes, which I actually said at the time, I went... Obviously, went to Glastonbury last year, and it was the week before, I what believe, or after. I cannot remember, but I enjoyed it more than Glastonbury, and that is, you know, saying something. Um. So, Jack, you got a lot, lot to <laughs> yeah. live up to this year. Yeah, but it was to beat Glastonbury this year. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that might be a leap too far for Bolney <laughs> Fest, but that's not to downplay this lovely, lovely no. festival. So all. last year was Summer of Love theme, and Jack made a pretty great playlist. Some amazing lights. Um, I can't really tell you what it was like. Well, I can't really paint a picture of it by comparing it to something. But just think, kind of, he had lights all in the trees, and... Fairy lights. Fairy lights. Which is just right up your street. I absolutely adore a fairy light. He made a little light show with, um, he had a project, do you remember the old projectors from school? Yeah, yeah, he had like an OHP thing, which, uh, and like a screen hanging from the trees, and he had loads of like inks on the top to make these kind of really cool psychedelic patterns. It looked great, although it dyed his hands. Every colour under the rainbow, I seem to remember. And after a while, he'd got a note. Because you have to kind of mix it yeah. to keep the the flow of the psychedelic yeah. pattern going. And it going. was getting, it was trying to get things right, like putting enough water yeah. and trying to get it all to look good. And it stuff. was a hassle, basically. It was a little bit more of a hassle than it would have, uh, yeah. than he would have liked to have been. But it was great. Um, but it was bloody brilliant. And it was just a magical night. It was just one of those... Luckily, we had the weather on our side, and it was just this, um, from what I remember, a kind of sunny evening, and then the sun just kind of came down, yeah. and before you know it, we were dancing in the trees. 
not English. I don't even remember the sun going down. I just remember having a chat to people. There was a paddling pool of alcohol, yeah. which was lovely. No, let's let's clear that up because it wasn't <laughs> like we were all just slurping out of a paddling pool. It was water and everyone put their cans and bottles in this water. Yeah. yeah. Believe what you want. Yeah, it's not like some Willy Wonka... <laughs> Like alcohol. Oh, I mean, the... I can't, I can't remember what it was. It's the German boy that fell in Augustus the Augustus Gloop. Yeah. The silly nincompoop. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> oh. That's your whole German impression. Oh, I mean, the strong boy. I can test it. Oh. Stuck in a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> So it's nice that you have so many memories of last year. Yeah. Because, sadly... I went and sat in my car and listened to Taylor Swift. <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> I remember very little, and I have plans to make that not the case this year. By drinking more? No, not by drinking... I don't know if it's possible to drink more. It, I was as drunk as I've ever been last year, and... I let myself down. Oh, little story. I broke my back last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember this. I decided to kind of um, dance a little bit too much to something. And I think I just lost my footing <laughs> and fell backwards. Tried to do a bit of a roly-poly. But instead of kind of bending my neck to kind of roll over my shoulder, I just kind of let my neck and head take all of my weight and trying to kind of leap off of my head and it didn't work it instead it just gave me horrendous pain for like the rest of the night and then the rest of the probably about two months and within those two months it was Glastonbury where I was feeling well I couldn't really move um so I definitely will try not to do that this year yeah that's a good plan too because that absolutely ruined my year yeah Oh, have I told everybody about the story of getting the glasses as well? I have, I have. This was also when I tried to buy some uh, John Lennon glasses and oh, got yeah. Harry Potter glasses instead. <laughs> <laughs> but you've all heard that. Yeah, so. it is a brilliant story. Uh, and I found a picture on my phone, I think, a while ago, so I'll put that up because I think I said I would do that last time and I didn't. Yeah, so we I'll need it. Uh, I need that picture back in my life. Yeah, it I'll was, get that back. It was brilliant. So as we say... Last year was 60s themed. Yeah. And we all looked pretty cool. Music was great. This year is 90s. Yeah. We've skipped 70s and 80s, and I feel like that's probably a good thing. <laughs> we'll go back one other time. There's many more bonies to have. Yeah. Um, but 90s, that means we dress. Do you have your outfit planned yet? Well, I've had many an idea and none of them have really worked out because I always leave things too late uh, and I can't afford to buy anything. So <laughs> no, Tim, I don't. Um, I'm going to try and figure something out with what I have. Yep. People will see what we are like on the Saturday or last Saturday, I guess you could say. Um, we'll put some pictures up and stuff of Balmy. But uh, I think I'm going to go with just whatever I have in the cupboard <laughs> and hope something works out. Slash just go as me. Yeah. Sadly. Last yeah. year I went... You can um, be a bit of a 90s guy. Yeah, a little bit 90s. I yeah. was born in 93. I feel like there's nothing you're wearing today that wouldn't have been worn in the 90s. Yeah. You know, the checky shirt, the parka, black jeans and Vans. They're all... Yeah, just go They existed then. I mean, yeah, it's a Parker. I mean, Parkers have been yeah, exactly. They just kept wearing them. Yeah. So yeah, I'll figure something out. Um, I know you do. I've got a silly shirt. Which I don't know. I you think can it's see a nice from shirt. here. Uh, you surprised me earlier by saying you would wear that in actual life. I yeah. might, I might give it to you after after you Saturday. Can, I think if you can get away with it, no, I certainly can. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can get away with anything. It's um, it's a black shirt, blue bits on it. Imagine kind of a an artist throwing some paint at some purple. Shirt. It's orange. It's got purple it's with like orange, it's blue like zigzags around it. 
It's as you, you just said when I put it on. It's, it? it's, That's very nice. It's fresh prints, basically, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I've gone for. Yeah. And I'm gonna wear a Della Soul T-shirt. Lovely. So that is my. I wanted um, to get some dungarees. Yeah, some dungies. Which I don't know, and I live in Brighton, so it'd be bloody easy to get them if There's I wanted. Dungarees to. everywhere. When I was looking for that shirt, there is dungarees everywhere. Are they all over the floor? All over oh, everything. Fucking just. I mean, you can't move for dungarees. Dunga fucking rees. Unbelievable. Umber bloody <laughs> dunga Umber bloody lavender. Um, so we've got our. I remember actually, you said, and it was a little bit secret. After our episode with Jake, you said you were going to dress up as Mr. Blobby. Yep. And that has not happened, has it? No. and or, Nor is it going to. I really thank you for bringing that up, because the reason it has not happened is because my ex-girlfriend's oh. brother <laughs> was the owner of the costume. He can and, still sort something out. I can no longer access it. <laughs> oh, you should warn me about these things first. Yeah. Or you should just remember that I told you that in the first place. I can't remember. All I heard was Mr. Blobby, and I was yeah. well up for it. I was waiting. Yeah. But I was thinking, if you guys, maybe if you guys, maybe you could. Prince. If you haven't got a costume, have you got a pink T-shirt? No. Can we just paint your face pink and put yellow dots on you, and you can be Mr. Blobby, or as Jake <laughs> likes to call him, Mr. Real. I <laughs> use <laughs> <is> Mr. Real. <laughs> oh, it'd be interesting to see what we get on Saturday, isn't it, from other people? Yeah, wearing like my friend said he was going to dress up as one of these Spice Girls or Britney Spears, I think he said, but he's oh, okay. not coming because he's a wanker. No, oh. well, well, he's just dressing up at home then. Yeah, he's just going to dress up <laughs> as a Spice Girl at home, sit in the bath. That sounds like a typical Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what people kind of wear because a lot of people have different ideas of nineties. Because when I was kind of doing a little bit of research and what I could wear. There's half of you that thinks, oh, I dress up as like maybe a boy band from that era, or there's a, there's American '90s and then there's British '90s and there's Brit pop, the kind yeah. of like mod '90s and gritty kind of thing, yeah. and then there's hip hop. Yeah. There's there's obviously you know the '90s was a whole ten years, yeah, and there was billions of people on the planet dressing differently, yeah. But so yeah. you can you can I've very much gone early. I think what I, my yeah. my costume is kind of uh, like I say, Fresh Prince, Saved by the Bell, um, Clarissa explains all yeah. type Americana. Yeah, that's what whereas I'm, I'm going kind of Northern England. Yeah, um, said maybe. Yeah, nice I think you. I'm gonna go a little bit more down that route. Yeah, couldn't get couldn't get a bucket hat. I did. I did get a bucket hat. And it arrived, and it was way too small. Really? And I couldn't I really... Say, can I have it? I couldn't it's really get... It's gone back already. Right. It couldn't really get over the top of my head. And when it, when it was on, it just looked like I had a halo. You couldn't really see the buckety top bit. You could just see a rim around my head, <laughs> and it God. just looked terrible. So that's long gone. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I could um, help you out there. No. I, I nearly bought one online, but... I'd didn't want to get a medium in case it was too small. I think Jack said he's got an extra large. Which, even with his curly locks, seems extreme to me. I feel like a possibly that's yeah. going to blow off. I don't know. It could just go around his whole head. <laughs> just kind of wrap round like a bag. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, we'll maybe he's gone for the... The tinky winky look. <laughs> you could all go as Teletubbies. Yeah. What a brilliant idea. Yeah. I was thinking about um, you just drawing go... lots of characters from old 90s TV shows on, on a shirt. Uh, with what artistic merit? Uh, I have a very good hand. <laughs> I think you should go as one of the Rugrats. Yeah? Yeah. Tommy? Yeah, just like a blue t-shirt and a nappy. <laughs> Oh no, who's gonna go as uh, the ginger? Chucky. Chucky. Uh, we don't know any ginger friends. Oh, well, we. I, we... I, do, I do wanna make clear though, because we've made fun of gingers before and now I'm saying we don't have any ginger friends. We really don't have any prejudice against gingers. <laughs> We're just, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have had in the past, so. What? Ginger prejudice <laughs> against gingers. <laughs> but it's gone now. <laughs> 
I met one, he was fine. So I thought, <laughs> all right, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. So, as we say, it's 90s theme. Mm-hmm. Which means 90s music. And this is a music podcast, not just a chatting about. Turn it off. We mm. won't be talking about music here. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, I've Mr. Blobby, Rugrats, that's about it. Yeah. Was Hey Arnold, 90s? Yeah, very much. You could be Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold! You really could be Hey Arnold. Because he, he had like a checky shirt hanging out of a jumper. And a big green coat. You just know? need a tiny little cap in the middle of your head and like just hair. It was a green jumper, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, you can definitely do that. You can be Hey Arnold. I've got an American football I could like cut in half, put on each side of my head. <laughs> Move it, you football head! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Becky Lockling can be that girl because they look the same. Yeah, the tall, yeah, the bum one. Yeah. Nah. But for us, we are music fans. We are going to Bolney, and we are excited for the playlist. We want to hear some big 90s tunes. And my question to you in this section of the show is, is there stuff that you will be really disappointed if you don't hear from the 90s in that evening? I'm shaking my head up and down at you right now. Shaking your head up and down. I'm nodding at also, you. There's <laughs> also a word for that. <laughs> I'm moving my head up and down on my neck at you now. Uh, yeah, there is, as you were saying that. Yeah. There's a song that I think if I didn't hear it, I'd throw some stones. Mm-hmm. From within my glass house. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's a song. Is it Kids in Glass Houses? No. No. Yeah. Um, Park Life by Blair. If that doesn't come on, yeah. which, you know, I know my brother, and I know the playlist that he has in mind. So you already know it's on. You're cheating. No, I don't know it's on. Oh. But I know he has a Bolney playlist, and he's been working on it for a while. And he said to me a while ago, a quote from him, uh, paraphrasing, because I have no idea what he said exactly. <laughs> he said... From the whole of the 90s, he's got about seven hours of music, and none of it is bad. Yeah, and until last weekend, I helped him a bit. And there's some bad now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear Park Life, because if there's one song... So, let's... Right, you're at a party, right? Yeah, a couple of people getting some punch... You know, you got on the other side of Getting the a bit punchy. of the field. You've got some people just having a little talk. Park life comes on. Little Jimmy over on the, in the corner of the field. Deborah, Barbara, Anne, Derek. Ian loves a bit of it. Ian, they're all sprinting towards the dance area because Park Life has just come on, and everyone's putting on their oh the people, get as cottony as we possibly so can. So many people. They are. I mean, is there a better sight than everybody just running, Duh. running mm. to a little zone to just throw their arms in the air? You can't and see, but stuff. there's big fist pumps in the air going on in the studio right now. Because that is what you do to So life. many people. Knees coming are up quite together. high as you sort of pogo from one leg to the other. Yeah. It's just. Hands in your top pockets, doing a bit of a jig. Yeah. Shoulders left to right. Yeah. They love a bit of it. They love it! Um, yeah. I need to hear that. Well, let's hear it right now. Let's absolutely hear it right now. Right here, right now. Part right live. Confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as. A morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as. John's got brewer's fruit, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. They love a bit of it. Who's that gut lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. Awesome. Awesome. I wanted to just keep playing the whole thing. Yeah. We did. But you we'll guys see. don't get to hear it all. <laughs> you got to go and listen to it yourself. Yeah. Right. So, so I've heard that. I'm already happy. 
But you're still sitting in the corner over there. You're I'm still on it. You haven't heard the song you really want to hear yet. So, you know, what are you waiting for? Well, you've had part of life. You've had a bit of a jam. You're pretty yeah. happy, but, you know. Well, for the benefit of our podcast listeners, I'm not going to retrace old steps and play songs that we've, or artists that we've talked about before on this. But I think it goes without saying for regular listeners that The Charlatans has to play for me. Cud have to play for me. He won't play Cud unless you put it, it in there. Put it on there. Cud's okay. playing. Uh, Shed Seven have to play. You know, things like this. People I've talked about before because I do talk about quite a lot of nineties music on here. When Shed Seven come on, you're the only one there. Yep, I'm afraid. Yep, but you're you're out of that. Yeah, I mean, I go to your games and I'm the only one there. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'm going to go for yeah. first which I would be uh, desperately sad if I didn't hear, is by Suede, one of mm. my dad's favourite bands. Great band. They formed very late 80s, but are essentially a 90s act. Um, interestingly, I'm just seeing here, they're still touring. They're still going. Good on you, Slade. Slade. <laughs> <laughs> Suede. It's late, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> it's Christmas <laughs> So it is Wow Suede feel well I certainly feel like every generation kind of has this but being a 90s kid and an early 90s kid so we're both 91 and 93 right there's a lot of pride in being a 90s baby yeah and everybody there near enough is going to be uh yeah I mean a couple of give or take (laughs) the 80s babies (laughs) but nevertheless they all loved Toy Story. Yeah. And we grew up with Pixar. It's just iconic for us. Like it's, I, I think it's the first cinema trip I remember in my yeah. entire life going to see Toy Story. I, I remember getting the video. And it video. was, what, 1996? I was five. It might be my earliest ever memory going to watch Toy Story. Yeah. I honestly think it is for me because some listeners, there may be some of you out there that don't know what a VHS is. <laughs> um, no, but I, I got a video once and it was Toy Story, the first one. And um, I remember seeing the date was 95, I think, the first ever Toy Story. So I was two when it came out. So I don't even think I'd remember that. I think my first of experience might have been the second one. Yeah. But I remember watching that as a kid and obviously it was a huge thing and I want to hear... You've Got a Friend in Me by Randy Newman. It's a tune. Because, like I said... It's a huge sing-along tune. I said, is there any song that's going to bring everybody to the dance floor to just scream and shout the song? Yes. And there's another one. It's going to be a top of your lungs number. Yeah. I must say, I would personally choose Strange Things from that soundtrack. But okay. you Got a Friend in Me is, is going to unite Well, maybe we'll everyone. play both. Yeah. If we're lucky. Yeah. Any songs from Bugs Life? I do not remember. <laughs> no, nor do I. Another big one. Um, <laughs> but Randy Newman, you got a friend of me. I need to Tune. hear Tune. Take it away, Randy. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed you just remember what your past said boy you got a friend in me yeah you got a friend in me 
That was glorious. That took me back to being but a little boy with my Buzz Lightyear in my hand, watching that film probably four times a day, I reckon. God I knows a, how many times I've... I had a Woody all the way from New York City. Did you? We had, I think, mum's friends around and they couldn't get a Woody anywhere because this film was so fucking massive in England. Yeah. I remember... They couldn't get it, so I had yeah. to get it from America. Again, one of... Probably one of my earliest ever memories. We, uh, when I was living in York, the day we knew there was going to be like a release of Buzz Lightyear's, or maybe it was the launch day. But we got up at like silly o'clock, drove into the centre of York when it was dark, went and had a McDonald's breakfast, I think while it was still dark, <laughs> and then went and queued outside the Disney store to get my Buzz Lightyear. Because when I, I'm, I'm literally thinking about this, in you couldn't just go on Amazon and no, I know. something. I know. <laughs> it didn't exist. But also in the, ni- like, again, 90s, I remember, I think my dad queued for like six or seven hours one Christmas to get my older sister a Tamagotchi. Like, wow. Yeah. You just had to do these things then. Yeah. Or you'd just break your child's heart. You like, just couldn't have it. Yeah. And that's not fair. No. So you have to go and queue outside Toys R Us and Disney Store forever. Yeah. Stupid. The 90s were rubbish. Yeah. No, they weren't. They were brilliant. <laughs> um, so on to my final selection for today's episode. And it's a song that I I loved in the 90s. It's probably one of the first kind of non-mainstream songs I really loved. And I still to this day if it ever comes on an indie night or whatever, which it kind of quite regularly does, especially when I go out in Kingston in London, there's a certain night, a place called Bacchus, that plays this pretty much every time. Uh, And it's Weezer. It's Buddy Holly. Okay, yeah. It's a classic from 1994, and it's brilliant. So there's no more to be said. Yeah, there's no way I knew it when it first came out, but I remember it being kind of around when I was probably eight, nine. Yeah. But there's no way I was singing into it when I was three. But I mean, that song had proper longevity, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> well, still it's going does, strong, yeah, and yeah. it it doesn't even sound dated. No. Like if you think of all the things it pre, it came before. Like it came before, uh, like Britney Spears' "Hit Me Baby One More Time." It came before like "I'm Blue." Dubba dee dubba die. <laughs> Does it, what's the real name of that song? It came before like Mambo number five. <laughs> like these things sound so old and so bad now. There's shit that comes out this year that is worse. <laughs> yeah. And this still sounds great. And I love it. And it makes me laugh and I like songs that make oh, me laugh. Shut up and play the song. couldn't really uh, just play it and listen, could we? It was just more play it and sing along. Yeah, which is, again, it's what you've brought with your two choices. I realise with Suede, I didn't really bring that. So I've brought it back. You really have. Yeah, it's a party sing-along. So we're going to go into a little rundown, right? Yeah, because I guess what you've done there with that choice, Tim, is that you've just shown, like, especially looking through the kind of playlist and looking through stuff from the 90s and that, there's so much that is just like sing along and they're kind of cheesy kind of pop cheesy rock yeah stuff and we i i feel rude to just not play some of it yeah and give people a taste of what our evening's going to be like on the saturday yeah or will have been like by the time you hear yes it. will have been like <laughs> yeah it's it was back. really good everyone oh my word oh 
Can you believe when that thing happened to that person? Do you remember? Oh. His face was just absolutely red because he just didn't understand why it happened. Oh my god. Oh my god, I just remembered again. When, uh, you know, he did the... Oh, with the... Oh, with the uh, yeah. yeah. And just entertainment. Pure entertainment. Classic. It was classic him. Oh, uh, one day he'll, he'll get it out. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. <laughs> so. So, little rundown. Yeah. Take it away, DJ. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air Funk soul brother, check it out now. The funk soul brother, right about now. The funk soul brother, check it out now. The funk soul brother, right about now. The funk soul brother, check it out now. The funk soul brother, right about now. off to you Harry for the editing on that you killed it you killed it you're a DJ Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're a disc jockey (laughs) well that brings our episode 18 to a close yep there's not much left to say but thank you so much for listening it means the world to us you're the best etc etc I haven't done this for a while so I'm going to do it now. Oh, wow. There's like an awkward anticipation. What's he going to yeah, do? I ain't got a clue what you're going to do. You're going to whip it out. I'm going to whip something out, <laughs> and I'll tell you what it is. It's the places you can find us. www.trackshow.co.uk Hello at trackshow.co.uk At trackshow on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash trackshow. Uh... On Snapchat now. Yeah, I was just going to say. Tracks Pod. Tracks Pod. Yeah. And on Spotify at Tracks Show Music. Yes. And we'll put up the Bolney playlist up there. Yeah. 
I think that's everything, guys. right? Have I missed any? Too many places. Uh, my number is 075... Yeah. No. And your address is... We need that as well. Yeah, 7... Um, shut your face, road. We... It's not really... Yeah, so um, please contact us. Let us know what you think. Uh, you can also go to our iTunes and review the show. Yeah, and If subscribe. you review the show, then... You know, we'll get higher up the list. You know, that w- what that means is we can do this for a career and we can get awesome guests on for your listening pleasure. Yeah. And if you're enjoying this, just if you review it, there's loads <laughs> more stuff that we want to do, but we just yeah. don't have time. We've got jobs and we've got absolutely a, a boatload of ideas Yeah, of things we want to offer. Not a massive boat, maybe like a dinghy. It's a rowing boat, at least. Yeah. It depends how big an idea is. I'm going to go, it's a kayak full. It's a kayak full of ideas, but every idea yeah. is the kind of shape of like a small, um, like a little little can of Vaseline. That's yeah. how much every idea is. Or like is. a stick of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you can get loads of them in a dry spaghetti you get loads stick. loads of ideas in. Yeah, in our kayak. So <laughs> we've got loads of ideas for shows and um, things that we, places we want to take this. So... Yeah. Support us in any way you can. And we'll support you in any way we can. Yeah. Just tell us. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll give it a go. Yeah. Thank you. We're supportive though, so. kind of guys. <laughs> no moral support. Emotional. Yeah. Not financial in any way. That's not going to happen. Never. Nil pois. Nil punts. Uh, thank you. And goodbye. We will see you next week. You're the best. We're the From best. From the dark shores of Brighton. Yeah, the lights in the pier have gone out. It almost looks like it's disappeared. And we're going to do the same. Yeah. Lights out. We are the pier. We have disappeared. Maybe I don't really want to know how you got in gross. Cause I just want to fly. Lately, did you ever feel the pain in the morning rain? I just soaked you to the bone